Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by comedian and Southampton fan... Alistair Barry had a bit of a spring in his step after two cup wins this week. It's, yeah. it's a yeah. diff- very different mood at St Mary's, apparently. He didn't actually see it, and he'll tell us why that's a good thing, won't he, Paul? That's right, he will. Uh, we had a bit of a chat. You got involved. Uh, we threw a lot at you today. Yeah. But I think you responded very creative, well. Very creative, Very, very creative. And we had a dirty birthday spread. There was an, <laughs> a, an incident... An incident in the birthday spread, which left a lot a nasty taste in a lot I don't of mouths. Think so I think I think we'll a lot let of people you agreed. be. We'll let you be the judge of it as the birthday spread unfolds. Here it all is. It's eight minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Now I've got a bone to pick with you. I've told you I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't pick know anything about this. You won't tell me off air, so this could be a bit eggy. Let's find out you what's s- happened. You Charlie. say you've never met my wife. I've never met you. You've never met Samantha, but never met uh, she told me this in hushed tones the other night, and I've got her to write it down. What, some kind of legal document? Yes, I've it's got a dream, it Charlie, down. isn't it? She's had a dream about you, Paul. What did I do? You lived on a new estate, Paul. Did I? And uh, all what, the ho- all the houses were built like castles. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Dream. She came to collect me. I was obviously at yours. Yeah. And you were in your blue slippers, blue navy velvet slippers. Velvet. You had on, and you made a point of putting them on in front of us. Wow. <laughs> that was so nice, I was, isn't it? I was barefoot, but then I yeah. put on, I said, hang on, just before you go, let me go and put my blue velvet slippers. That is very much me. And in the dream, you were nice, but you definitely wanted us to leave. <laughs> I mean, you showed us around. Well, once I've put those slippers on, Charlie, I want to be on my own with my slippers. I don't want. I don't want visit. I want the visitors to see the slippers. I want yeah. them to look at the slippers yeah. and your castle to admire the slippers <laughs> and then to leave. And then in the dream, you showed us around your castle. Okay, You'd obviously had enough of me. We obviously didn't take the uh, hint. Did no, you? No. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, but you'd obviously had enough of me, is what oh, she's saying. Oh, so I was trying to aid you out. He, you know, he was. He, we weren't quite. She wasn't quite sure why I was there. She thinks in the dream I'd invited myself round. Right, that, that sounds um, about right. It was really clean and tidy. That was another bit of information she gave. Nice, yeah. He was very nice to, to Sam, my no wife. Dog hairs all over the place. What was really no, no. like, sadly. <laughs> but it was like, like you were a, a conspirator with Sam. Like, ah. like, uh, can you take him off my hands now? Sort of vibe. Right. 
is what she got. I was showing you around the castle to <laughs> defenestrate you, probably. Yeah, 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 Me and yeah. Sam are going to push you out the window That's what once it was. we got to the, the one of the top turrets. I think you put your slippers on when Sam turned up. Oh, okay. You know. Put the old velvet slippers on. <laughs> exactly. Purple, did you sell? Blue. Navy blue, blue navy. velvet well, slippers. Yeah. Did they have the old cockerel on the front? Did it have the well, cockerel and ball? I don't, I don't know. I don't think. know. Well, Maybe the club shop should start doing a velvet slipper. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? You'd like some of those, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd buy them. There we are. Can you, you know, what that is? It never went. Why Sam dreaming? of you Paul I don't know I mean she, no, I tell you, we've never met sadly but um, if, if people want to sort of take apart the dream in a sort yeah, of cycle, what does it mean, cycle, if, there's does it any, mean? if there's any dream experts out there or, or people who know nothing about dreams who just want to hazard a guess do let us know talksport.com text yeah. 81089 tweet TSH&J there was anyway. a, uh, a funny uh, uh, tweet that I saw earlier on today oh, it yeah. kind of struck a chord it came from I don't know how it popped up it popped up on a couple of people I follow and, and it was from a barrister called Joanna Hardin Suskind. Okay. She said, My husband is on the phone to someone trying to give his booking reference in the phonetic alphabet. <laughs> Uh, uh, by the way, he does not know the phonetic alphabet. Well, very few people do. I mean, they can't. They know they have a stab at one or two. A, but yeah. we've all been there, haven't we? So, for example, she said her husband's on the phone. He's going, um, no, C, C for cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but we all do it, don't we? We all we get do. on there, and, and you know, you're on a, onto a call centre. They want your postcode or something like that, and and you're trying, and you're thinking, oh, what is it? What is it for X? What is it? For? And, and you just can't think. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of the talk sport listeners, uh, well, my will, po- I was telling you, my postcode, saying, yeah, my postcode used to be OBP, Paul. The end of it used to be OBP, yeah. and I used to say O. Butter, B for butter, yeah. P for putter, which, which <laughs> on the help. phone sounds exactly the same. It doesn't help on the limited bandwidth of a phone, does no. it? So, and I think a lot of our listeners would probably lean on sport, or they yeah, would. Uh, they'd say R, R for Ronaldo, <laughs> uh, or just someone. When you're grasping for a word that yeah. begins with a letter, you can make yourself look a right dope, as Mr. Parry would say. So, if you would like to tell us about your run-ins with the phonetic alphabet, because I say we've all been there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, Charlie, um, are you you a fan of the ten-pin bowling? I I love a bit of ten-pin bowling. Why not? It's been one of the big winners since since we've all kind of returned to relative normality after lockdown. One of the big bowling alley companies have said that they are they've seen a fifty percent leap in uh, in people getting involved. Okay. Uh, above pre-pandemic levels, so they're not only back to where they were, got fifty percent up. Uh, up on it, pre-pandemic. People be buying their own shoes. Yeah, you, that, yeah that's, imagine if you turned that, up with your own shoes, that's quite Paul. Serious. It's not like having your own queue, is it? Yeah, or your own darts. Your I own went, bowling shoes is quite a serious investment. I once went to the Tempin Bowling in, in not in a not particularly salubrious uh, part of the world. Oh, we yeah. went down the old bowling alley. And um, I took my shoes off, handed them in, said, size 11, please. And the guy said, no, mate, he says, keep one shoe, give us one shoe and uh, and keep one shoe because we had a lot of shoes robbed the other day. <laughs> Somebody's gone in the back and had the shoes away. I the shoes. So you just, you know, they were letting you hand in one shoe. Never sure you really need to change your shoes for it. Feels really? a bit of a you scam. Can't do it in a pair Feels of, a bit of a scam. Can't do it in a pair of art welders boots, can you? You can't just you scratch up there. You're going to you know, make a right mess of everything. Yeah, it's can't do it if you've got Blakey's in your shoes. I'd like well, highly I, polished they, wood. They drill those holes in, Paul. Don't they? I'd like to see that. I'd like to see how that that sort of thing. I'd like to see yeah. how you make a bowling ball. I'd like to see that. Would you really? Yeah, I'd love that. 
Okay, well, is I there a program? Is there a video of that anywhere? Almost certainly. I think if you go to YouTube, it sounds quite niche, doesn't it? How you make <laughs> you make a bowling ball? Is there a film of that? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of niche, uh, my wife had a dream about you, Paul, which I told yeah. you about, which was uh, I was at it, you can, yeah. I was at your house, yeah, your which house, is, which is now a was, car, was an brand estate, new, a Barrett-style estate of castles. She's a weird woman, your wife, isn't she? <laughs> and I turned, she turned up to pick me up. I don't know why she's yeah. picking me up, but she you is. You come round to have a look at and my castle. When, when she turned up, mm. you said, oh, hang on a minute, and you put on some blue velvet slippers yeah. in front of her. Right, Which okay. makes me, th- you know. It was like a, well, it was like a cockerel or something. Was, I was like sort of preening. Peacocking. Peacocking. Exactly, it, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you were trying, you were showing us round, but through gritted teeth yeah and you were sort of saying to my wife can you take him can you take him can you I want you can you get rid of him did you think I wanted you both out but especially you especially me especially what she said it was very obvious it was me that was wanting to leave Uh, Casto from Birmingham has been in touch I'm no dream expert Paul but I think the reason behind Mrs Baker's dream is obvious she's so fed up of Charlie coming home moaning after losing to you in the birthday spread that's what it is that she went round yours to offer her services cleaning your castle free of charge in return that you let him win now and again. And the reason for the silk slippers was she could impress you by saying they need to be put on a cold wash. Oh, that's see, nice. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, you, you'd know, if you knew how to wash silk slippers, yeah, that's nice, isn't I'd, it? I'd, I would have had them dry clean. I've got there my own are. castle. I don't need to wash them. Charlie didn't get the memo to leave you on your own by outstaying his welcome. There we are. Thank you, Casto from yeah, Birmingham. Maybe Very that's, nice. Maybe that's, a, you know, it's this show. Maybe you've outstayed your welcome on this show, That's what it Charlie. is. And this is the castle. This is This it. studio this is, is the, the castle. castle. And I will be bringing some uh, blue velvet slippers in next Tuesday. I'd like so it if you had show your slippers. Last show. I'd like it. I'd like mm. it when yeah. I t- when I uh, was uh, on tour with Jack D last year. Oh yeah, he'd have a. We did some smaller gigs while mm. he was warming the show up. Yeah. Um. And then and then we did some bigger gigs when it was the actual tour. Yeah. And for the smaller gigs, you know, Jack D's a very smart man. Yeah. He had a slightly slightly different suit. Oh. A slightly, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say cheaper suit, because I don't think it was a cheap suit at all, but a slightly cheaper suit for the warm-ups. And mm. then the big shows, he had like a proper beautiful suit. That'd be a nice thing for you to do, Paul. If you came in in your normal shoes, and then when it was showtime, sort of five minutes to go, just to get our heads in gear. Yeah. And show on, slippers. Paul's got his slippers on. It's time for the show. Well, they'd clearly be talk sport slippers, yeah. won't they, from the talk sport shop? From the talk shop. shop. A, a, probably black velvet. <laughs> Yeah. With the, the kind of yeah. yellow talk sport logo. Would you have talk on one foot and <clears throat> sport on the other foot? Yeah, almost. No, no, I wouldn't do that. That would look ridiculous. We also, um, talking about ridiculous, we did mention earlier on the perils of the phonetic alphabet yes. uh, when you're trying to speak to someone in a call centre, you know, Yankee, Echo, etc., etc. Yeah. I had an awkward call with a colleague last year when confirming a reference that had JF in it. I don't know why, but I couldn't think of anything. So I just said, JF, as in Jimmy Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. So Julia. Juliet Foxtrot was what they came back with. Um, Swallow me up ground, says CJ to that. So there's quite a few examples of that. Um, I I caught my better half telling her mum on the phone, oh, all for all tell, says John the Decorator (laughs) in Warrington. Well, that's nice. That's That's a nice one. Oh for hotel. And also, um, WWE, it looks like the people could be selling out to the owners of Newcastle United, yeah. the Saudi Investment Fund. And we've had a couple of suggestions. Jane, oh, sorry, James in Temby, the Newcastle fan. And there was another one uh, from PJ and Swindon. They've gone for the big Shola. 
The big oh, Shola Ramayoga, yeah, well, that's, well done, that's very, very good that's indeed. Very good. Wi-Fi footballers, Paul, absolutely loads <clears> of these. People <throat> yeah. have run with this. Yeah, Pe- yeah, uh, Leeds are signing uh, Jorginho Ruta. Yeah, so uh, Peter Modem Wingy, that's a nice one. Well done, congratulations, one. James Page, that's fantastic, good, yeah. very, very good. Hmm. Um, we had, uh, where are they now? Um, they have a couple of very good ones. Rory Dial Up. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's very good as well. Very good. That's um, Paul Jones. Thank Alan you, Paul. St. Minimum has gone with uh, Gabby Agdongalhor. <laughs> Agdongalhor. That's, That's nice. I got there in the end. That's so nice. Thank you very much. The main that. pennant. That's nice. That's nice, yeah, yeah. They're all very good. They very, are very, well very done. good indeed. Thank you uh, very anyway, much. Anyway, Sean Harris, there's a docu-series called How It's Made. Does all things like that. Bowling balls probably be on it somewhere. Yeah. No, no link to it, Paul. It's just mm. guessing that that's how you make a bowling ball. Land Venegor of Hesslink, uh, we also got from <laughs> Williston Village FC. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Adam, the Newcastle fan, gets oh, yeah. upset when uh, Wales uh, fans claim, uh, please don't take me home, because oh, yeah. he said... Um, uh, Newcastle been singing it for years. Yeah, apparently, it doing always that starts. For years. Always starts rouse. It's the old glory, <laughs> glory. An old teacher of mine, long-serving Spurs fan. Yeah, uh, said she was. I think she was on the, the train going to a game when somebody struck up "Glory, Glory" Tottenham Hotspur in the early sixties. Lovely. And uh, of course, Manchester United sing it. And I don't know if they claim to be the first to sing it, but you know that's another one of yeah. those where everybody claims a, a, a little bit of that. So um, you can uh, keep those coming. Uh, also. So we've uh, we did Rory dial up, didn't we? That yeah, was a very yeah, good well, one. Yeah, your phonetic alphabets, Paul. That yeah. as well. Those. Yes, the phonetic alphabet, of course, does when people find themselves. There was a tweet today that talked about that. When you struggle, when someone says to you, "What's your postcode?" <laughs> on it, call centre. Somebody at call centre asks you, and you're struggling. You know, you're thinking, "C for what is it?" It's not you can't think of Charlie. <laughs> so say, uh, "C for Cafu." Especially if you're a Talksport fan, it's the only thing you can really? think of. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Well, there we are. C for Cafu. <laughs> um, some 10 years ago in our yeah. open plan office, my brother, clearly getting annoyed with the person he was speaking to on the phone, boomed across the office to the amusement of 20 staff in earshot. No, that's J for giraffe. <laughs> he hasn't lived it down since. That's anonymous, unfortunately. Very nice. And uh, Taffy, Taffy Mackham, oh, yeah. uh, says, uh, my postcode is C1RUOK. Right. And every time I give my postcode, they reply, yes, thank you, are you? It's <laughs> very nice. Thank you, Taffy. Very good. Very good indeed. So you can keep those uh, coming. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH&J. Um, could uh, be involved in the world of WWE yes. very soon because the people that own them are looking to buy uh, the, the top wrestling franchise. So we did kick off with Stone Cold Steve Howie <laughs> and we've taken all sorts of twists and turns since. But yeah, you're very welcome to keep those coming. And with Jorginho Ruta uh, on his way to Leeds, you have been giving us uh, some of your... Um, uh, your internet-based footballers as well. He got a bit puntastic today. So keep those nice. coming along with the uh, phonetic alphabet stories. And don't forget, we did tell you the story earlier on of the Cruz Azul player, a team that play in uh, Mexico. And um, one of the players has apologised for organising a drug gang-themed Laser Quest birthday party <laughs> for his 12-year-old son. Um, yeah, they all the kids all got to go, Dad, Dad, can I have an El Chapo-themed party? He said, yeah, of course you can, son. Yeah. But uh, as now admitted, uh, it was it was a mistake. It can it can go wrong very quickly at a kids' party. Yeah. 
Paul. Once uh, my son had a football party. Stanley had a football party. Yeah. And, when uh, kids parties go wrong. When kids parties go wrong. Channel I five. think they were eight or nine years old. Yeah. And I went, right, no rule. For the next five minutes, no rules. No rules. So I thought I was being like a cool dad, you know, like really letting them. Immediately, one of the kids jumped in the air and booted someone else in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Knocked him to the floor. If you'd said said the rules could be stretched by by saying no rules, I meant like, you know, a little bit of argy-bargy or something. No rules. This kid just jumped in the air and booted booted his mate in the head. So what, what happened there? Well, he was down and that was... I said, so right, there are rules. Clara at the kid's head's back and he's you crying. Said, you said no rules. Mum, yeah, mum turns up. <laughs> mum turns up. She yeah. says, what happened to him? Big bruise on his face. Well, yeah. I, I, I may have said no rules. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, if you did an acca on the four Carabao Cup games we brought you on the Talksport Network over the last oh, yeah. couple of days, uh, it was definitely busted last night. Killed it, didn't it? Yeah. By uh, Southampton's win over Manchester they were City. Good. They what were a fine good. win. Coming off the back of the cup uh, result at the weekend, things picking up a little bit for the under pressure uh, gaffer. He immediately said. Uh, that uh, there, there was no time. There was no time for a celebration. He said, "I'm not dreaming of Wembley. I'll be up until three a.m. watching Everton." Oh, right, yeah. He said, "I'll have twenty seconds, a glass of wine, then reality hits." Well, that's not going to keep him awake, is it? Watching Everton at the moment. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> so anyway, let's speak to a Southampton fan. Is he is he feeling that uh, you know survival's on the cards? The only way is up. The manager's turned a corner. He'll go down as one of. The, he'll be like Laurie Mack in the. In the uh, halls of, yeah. uh, he's got Gine- Hall of Fame. He's got Gineppo scoring the first time in fourteen months or something yeah, crazy. Exciting. Alistair goal. Barry's a comedian and Saints yeah. fan. Hi, Alistair. Hey, Alistair. Hello there, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, good. good thanks. You. Did, did, did thanks, that feel like? Is, is it a blip? Is it uh, fluky? Well, is you, it a turning point? Well, you did say it'd be, it'd be like Laurie McManamy, which would be lovely. Except that in Laurie McManamy's first season, we did go down. So <laughs> that's <laughs> not. It's not <laughs> an ideal be. comparison. <laughs> yeah. um, I. 
I don't know. I like the fact you said Nathan Jones said he's not going to celebrate and he didn't celebrate, obviously, on the pitch. But then actually there was footage of him about 15 yards down the tunnel going mental about five minutes later. So, mm. you know, obviously he's pleased with the results. Uh, he's got a long way to go to bring Saints fans around. Um, but from what I saw, I have to be honest, I didn't watch the game. Oh, I am some wow. sort of... I was working, Charlie. As you okay, know, we do yeah. work. You've got to we work do at work night. evenings. Yeah, yeah, sure. I was on the tube and I turned on at half time and went two two nil. What? <laughs> and then I had to go and do my gig, and I came out going, "Well, obviously it's going to be four two city," and it was two nil still. And I was like, you know, refreshing your phone, going, "No, this is this mm. is insane." Um, I have uh, this happened to me last season when we played Spurs in the cup. I had tickets for the game. And I had a gig, so I couldn't go. And we were 2-1 down. And then we came back to win 3-2. And it was one of the most exciting games. A mate of mine who's a Saints fan was there. I couldn't go. So basically, if I don't go or see the games, there is a good chance we might stay up. Yeah, you're the, the problem. You're the problem. I am, I, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I am the problem. And not a massively inexperienced squad with a manager who hasn't proved himself yet. They've, they've, is... been, they've been quite anonymous, haven't they, Southampton? For a season and, and, and a bit, other than the 9 nils, <laughs> You know, that, they've been quite anonymous. That, they, I, you know, you can't, other than James Ward-Prowse, no, no one really stands out for them. It's it, It's been what? a very in, interesting sort of boring bit of Southampton history, isn't it? It's been a bit tedious. What is remarkable is you can't speak to anyone without them mentioning the nine... Oh, no, I what, it, what, re- what really annoys is the fact that you have to put that S on the end of it. It's the nine nils. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not the nine nils. It's the nine nils. Yeah. That really does start to grate. But mm. I don't... I mean, the thing mm. is, if you look at the team that we've got now, especially the two signings we brought in, I mean... There is a potentially really exciting team coming out. I was a Ralph fan. I think a lot of Saints fans were. His sacking was kind of inevitable just from results. But most of us were kind of like, oh, all right then. Who have we got? Oh, Nathan Jones. And, he, you know, I'm not being cruel to him to say there wasn't a, a huge outpouring of way. And what we've seen from his tactics so far, just a lot of Saints fans saying we don't really know what his tactics are, what his formation is. But... Then he turns around and we beat arguably the best club team on the planet, mm. but not by not mm. by luck. I mean, okay, admittedly we had. I mean, we beat Palace at the weekend when I was talking to Mark Steele, a Palace fan, mm-hmm. who said you were reliably awful. And I have to thank. <laughs> uh, I have to thank uh, what was his name? Guita, is it the Palace yes. keeper who absolutely match-winning performance for Southampton, which is delightful. <laughs> and uh, and then of course last night Ortega was. I mean. Many years ago, I used to play in goal, and I'd be slightly embarrassed at my positioning for the for Gineppo's goal. Mm. But it was an incredible goal. But having said that, Mara's goal was a yeah, stunning finish. Good finish. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. real kind of I don't know, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be ashamed to have seen one of those at the World Cup. Um, it was it was a stunning finish. A couple of um, Che Adams got one put in the net, which was offside. He was inches away from another one. So. We can clearly play. It's given you can't deny it's given Southampton fans an enormous amount of hope. But as Southampton fans know, hope is a dangerous. Yeah. You, you commodity. Go, you're going to struggling but, Everton now, yeah. which is sort of three points you'd hope to take, and you know. We, well, yeah, but I mean, tough, we, hope, Everton away. We'd have yeah. hope, hope to take three mm. off. Who were we playing? Who was was it? Forest. We thinking, come on. We, if you're not beating people down around you, you're not going anywhere. We're bottom of the table. It's a big, big scrap from here. But you can't deny beating Man City 2-0. It, I'm, I'm still pinching myself that this is actually real. But as I'm talking <laughs> to you on TalkSport, I feel certain okay. that this has been confirmed. 
<laughs> and uh, as I stand in a rainy doorway just off Oxford Street because oh. I got the call going, could you speak to Charlie? I'm feeling more positive about the football than I am about the weather. Yeah, well, Nathan Jones said uh, he said that um, he, he was backing himself. Like, you know, he was obviously quite buoyant after last night and felt we could have a bit of swagger. Um, he said, we were excellent. It's uh, it, We're still building. I've had three Premier League matches. I only had one day to prepare for Liverpool. I'm not David Blaine. So it does give you images of him hanging above in a box. St Mary's in a Perspex box. That would be Why quite not? good. But uh, so well, yeah, and he had a bit of stick. Uh, Haven't a Waterlooville manager Paul Doswell had a go at him as well, didn't he? He said uh, he said he was out of his depth and he had a bit of a pop well, at him. Paul Doswell could start a fight in an empty room. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh yeah. I'm sorry, if you've got a Waterlooville manager saying you're out of your depth, he doesn't really... If you're in the shallow end, you shouldn't really be shouting at people in the deep end. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that was yeah, kind yeah. of the point he made. He said, you know, I, he said, um, I don't have the disrespect to speak about uh, a level I don't know about, so meow. So back oh, and forth it went. But um, look, yeah. he's, he's, he's got to be... The players have all been saying, I've seen Gineppo and others saying, we've got to use... Springboard is the word that's been popping up a lot from uh, Southampton in the, the last sort of 12 hours or so. And they have. They've, well, got, I think they've got to take that, those two cup it, wins. It's got to be... It's got to be a springboard. I think what was quite interesting last night is that James Ward-Prowse clearly had his best game for a while. Yeah. And he is, when you're in a relegation scrap, you need experienced players who've been there before. And basically, he's our only one. So we need him to step up. We've got What's interesting is we've got quite a lot of City players who've, who've, who've migrated across. Um, like Our goalkeeper last night is a City, never quite made it to the City first team, but... Mm. Um, uh, we had, uh, was it Larios? Was he? You know, there's a couple of them. Edios, they, they are, they've come over from City. We get Jason Wilcox. We're basically turning into to City. The way that everyone we ever got went to Liverpool. Now everyone City's got is going to Southampton. And frankly, at the level the two clubs are at, if we're getting City rejects, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, true. No, absolutely. Sure, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, look, uh, good to talk to you. Keep the faith, Alistair. Are you on the, on the road I or anything? Indeed. You're just gigging at Alistair at the moment? Have you got a, am, a, anything coming out later? I am at the Comedy Store all weekend, oh, Charlie. Lovely. I'm there Very tonight, nice. tomorrow and, and Saturday. So anyone fancies heading to the best comedy club in the land, that's yeah. where I'll be. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, good to talk to you, Alistair. Thanks very much. And you too, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Alistair Barry, the comedian. Go and see him. He's very funny. He's always up yeah. to the minute as well. He always sort of writes stuff about the news. And well, here he is. He, like me, just... He had, he had funnies there for the Southampton exactly. game I'd last night. Exactly. i phone in the same old stuff every time, Do you do your you old know, gear, Any you? old gear, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's got, he actually writes new jokes. You know, he's very good. Well, when was the last new very joke you wrote? Oh, I know I'm, you do, I'm on, you I'm on tour soon, you Paul. Let's remember that. It's all very sharp at the moment. You are sharpening up. Yeah, you are. So tell us, when does your tour start, Charlie? February 24th in Tinmouth in South Devon. Sold out, Paul. You can't go to that one. Okay. Around the country after that, charliebakercomedy.com. Well, we'll Thanks, come Paul. And, I'll come and see you when you get close to me. Thanks, Paul. That's nice. Uh, in you, in your blue for... slippers? Or... Oh, I might wear them. Oh, then. Right, yeah. I'm going to get you some. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Get you some. But, but they're velvet. I mean, we're going to find blue velvet <laughs> slippers, really. Yeah, right. um, so, yeah, talking there, the comedy store was mentioned. Um, you were telling me earlier on, Charlie, about yeah. a, a great old comedy venue that, uh, that's got a bit of a sporting... Car unique. Caroline's on Broadway, which is one of the big... New York comedy venues, you know, that you'd see people starting their careers in yeah, yeah. And, and becoming big famous comedians in America. It's been sold, you know, been 
been turned into a, a ping pong club, table tennis club. Wow! Like a like a like a, uh, a branch of a of a, of a, of a chain, Sarandon's yeah, yeah. chain. Yeah. And so Who's Miss Sarandon, uh, the actress, the owns actress. A chain of she ping must pong. have money. She's got money in a ping pong club. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to put no, some money in a I ping pong club? I wasn't expecting to talk about that today. Susan Sarandon's uh, <laughs> no. Thelma and Louise star Susan Sarandon's love of ping pong. But you know, people will sometimes now walk past the ping pong club and go, "Oh, that used to be Caroline's on Broadway." And that happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, you know, when you point at an old pub and you go, "Oh, that used to be." Yeah. The, you know, whatever you know, but yeah, I that's think it's a, a shame. Isn't it? From iconic comedy club to ping pong uh, outlet, it's a quite a weird <laughs> switch, a, isn't it? Exactly. Have you ever played the states, Charlie? Done a gig in the states? No, I'd love to. I'm gonna, that is one of the plans for the next few years to try and really? to try and get over. I don't know if they. I mean, have they ever heard of Trago Mills, Paul? I, I would imagine they've probably got a branch over there, haven't they? Really, pasties? They'll know pasties, about pasties. They might have pasties. You go over they... there with your West Country set. It'd be interesting. <laughs> New York, It'd be great, yeah. wouldn't it? Who's... Vegas. <laughs> Who's been to Columpton? Anyone been to Columpton? Columpton. <laughs> Columpton. <laughs> the way I'll the, Google the, it. The way the Oh, what's the point? Good, Charlie Baker, ladies and gentlemen, a young man from uh, be Columpton. Great, wouldn't it? Yeah, you could be on there with uh, yeah. Anyway, we move on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Anyway, uh, we should. You've got ten great gags. I understand. Ooh, I wouldn't say that. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for the birthday spread. Uh, Andy has collated ten birthdays for people who've celebrated this week, and he's he's got some humourable material attached to each one of their names. And it's mine and Andy's. Sorry, Charlie's job to try and guess how old these people are. Someone needs to keep score for goodness sake. Oh, yeah, and that on. man is Philbert the Fox, Jeff Peters, live in his oh, East Midlands nerve centre. Hello, Jeff. It's the nerve centre in association with Miss, Mrs. Baker's dreams. Oh yeah, yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Baker's um, dreams. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> everywhere I go at the moment, people talking about the birthday spread I was at Chesterfield last Saturday Lincoln on Tuesday in the Papa John's Rob Underwood said he loves this even in the gym this lunchtime Steve Biddy Baxter and his son Sam absolutely love the quiz so I know that Andy's got some gilt edge quality for us today he certainly has if you're not playing along always let us know in the half time break how you're getting on how you're scoring is it a good day or a bad day for you who has tripped you up and uh, your joy and his material which we'll kick off with now in the company of Sergio Mendes and the late great Pelé so I won the last game, I believe, Jeff. So I will. Uh, yeah, thirty-eight, seventeen, back-to-back okay, wins. Yeah, okay, Lovely. here we go. Then first birthday, Andy. Okay, first birthday of the week is the Arsenal women's member and member of the Euro uh, 2022 winning England national team, Lottie Wabin May. Yeah. Moy, sorry. Wabin Moy. And she's very musical, actually, and often performs with her family group, who play in a very similar style to the Grimethorpe Colliery Band. <laughs> They're known as Brass Wabins. Oh. <laughs> very Blimey, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. I like a bit of brass um, Five. Mm. Feels a bit old, but maybe you're right. Okay. I'll go 24. Okay. She is, in fact, 24. Yeah, 24, boy, Charlie. Okay. Well We're done. In. So we are in. Uh, a marginal... Even I'll work that one out, Tony. It's 1-0, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is indeed. 1-0, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, birthday number two. Uh, the singer Crystal Gale. Mm. And uh, I know her quite well, actually. Me, Crystal, and Nigel Botherway were on a fishing trip, and Crystal surprised us by offering to dip our bait in cobalt paint. Huh? I said to her, won't it make our brown flies blue? <laughs> <laughs> a bit contrived, but you know that could have happened. That really could have happened. She's the new. She's the new head of one of the world's biggest record labels. Is she? Oh, okay. She's the universal boss. Don't get it. 
Chris Gale. Oh, Chris Gale. Chris Gale. Come on. Chris Gale. That's a very poor topper, that. Really bottom. I thought it was bottom down. Our old Crystal Gale. Lovely long Lovely long hair, remember? 74. Got to be. Yeah. Don't it make my brown eyes Um, She's got to be in that envelope, hasn't she? 75. I'm going to do what you're doing. Oh, oh no, she's set 72. Oh, sorry, wow, Kristen, if you're listening. Um, okay, so what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Uh, Paul, three out on that one, moves on to four. Charlie, two out, on to two. Four, two. Ooh, okay, come on, yes. come on, back to me. We alternate, on, course, the fans are loving first. it. So, yeah. yes. And as uh, Jeff pointed out, a lot of musical people this week, it's the singer Joan Byers. Oh, Joan Byers. And I got stung last year when I found out the tickets I'd bought for a show uh, were fake. <laughs> it's my fault. I should have been <laughs> Byers <laughs> Beware. Byers Beware. Yeah, well, I think nice. you Byers Remorse. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, a, what a singer. Oh, Diamond, yeah, Diamonds and Rust. What a great song yeah. that is. John Byers must be in her 80s. She's John be about, Byers. John Byers. Uh, Jimmy Collins. He's a wonderful young player. <laughs> Please watch Jimmy Collum. Nora Jones. Michael Boobler. And John Byers. The last series, the last series of Parky, he had the three of them on speed dialing phone. Tonight's music from Nora Jones, Michael Boobler. <laughs> Jimmy Collum. Um, I, lost, I lost Andy now. John Byers. No, no, I'm here. Uh, okay. Yeah. The Jesus of Mary Chain. Never had them on. <laughs> Just imagine. Jamie Cullen. John Byers. Sh- Shum 69. Uh, the dead Kennedys. Uh, uh, with the Harry Stoneham tree. Oh, we'll move on. He's not even a particularly good park. He's a lovely man. Please come on again, Michael. Um, uh, he I'd won't say, now. He won't now, sorry. Um, uh, 80, 85, 85, mm, Charlie Baker. I think uh, she was... Well, she was heavily... Uh, in love with Bob Dylan, wasn't she? Yeah. I don't know if they were the same age, but I know Bob Dylan is about 83. Okay. So I'm going to go 82. 82, right. Ooh, very good thinking. She's 82. Oh, wow, Charlie, you're on fire. Wow, fabulous, that? fabulous that's scoring. That showed me workings out as well, didn't I? Yeah, that's yes, fair enough. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, two, that's what... two direct hits. Yeah. Charlie stays on two, mm. pull three out onto seven. Okay, good it's... game. Uh, back to Charlie going first. Here we go, Andy. Okay, he was the two-time world heavyweight boxing champion, George Foreman. George Mm. Foreman. And he's planning a new TV career, actually, with an in-depth Louis Theroux-style interview show. It's called George Foreman Grills. <laughs> yeah, that would well, that, honestly that, that would a, work. Would be a good podcast. Show, that. That'd be great. He's never when I'm cleaning windows. windows. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the George yeah, Formby yeah. grill. That was it. Yeah, like a banjo, ukulele. Yes. What do you think, it's Charlie? It's a job that just suits me. A window cleaner, you would be. <laughs> not in, if you not could in. see what I could not see George when I'm Foreman, cleaning windows. It's George Foreman, man. George Foreman. <laughs> Foreman. <laughs> Can you hear me, mother? Um, um, yes. That's not George Foreman. No, it's not even that, is it? Sandy Powell. I'm going 90. Wow. No, he's not that old, George. 90? No, he's not that old, George. Um, George, George, I'd What's say... The game? You can't just go 90. That's giving it away now there, Andy. You're going 90. Well, no, he's no, not. Near I, 90. I, before he said 90, yeah, I said... Yeah, Paul, no, Paul knows George round, Foreman. He's met him. This round is null and void. Met the bloke twice. This round is null and void. 75, Absolutely Andy. no way. 75. Andy's given you a clue. Yeah, I don't need You clues. can't have a clue. Met him twice. Yeah, but you can't have a clue. Andy's given you a clue. I can substitute it. you want to have another name? Null and void. 
Really? I'm okay. quite happy for you to do that. If Fair you enough. Yeah. If you want to he was, in fact, 74, so Paul okay. would have been one out. But I don't want Charlie moaning for well, the rest well, of the... Okay. As Jeff, wanted me to, Jeff wanted me to do this one, so I'm introducing to it. It was going to be the tie break, okay. but I've got one special. So it's VAR. Birthday First number VAR in birthday spread yes, ever. Yes, birthday number four now okay. has moved from George Foreman. Yeah. It's Baroness Sally Hamwee. Baroness Sally Hamwee. But you wish you yes. hadn't said it now, don't you, Charlie? <laughs> you your big I job. used to love... I used to love that football chant. The members of the London Assembly used to sing every time she entered the building. And we hear the Baroness sing, we can't hear her. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Right. What does she do other than being a Baroness? What's she a Baroness of? She's the chairwoman of the London Assembly from okay. 2001 to yeah. 2008. Can we? 75. Yeah, I'd say she's in that ballpark. 72. 76. Okay. One out. So yes. rather than me being one out, yes. uh, Charlie was one out. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You want to play it like that, that's fine. What's the scores, Jeff? The anger, the anger. It's Paul 11, <laughs> Charlie 3 in this damage. 11 3. Right, let's get ahead. I can take time. the moaning for the rest <laughs> of it. Okay, it's got going into half time. Yeah. Great joke so far. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the composer of Slumdog Millionaire, A.R. Rahman. A.R. Rahman. And uh, we had a blazing stand-up row once, but he refused to fight when I offered him outside. I tried goading him into it. I said, are you chicken, Rahman? Oh. <laughs> um, Very nice. 64. Mm, yeah. A.R. Rahman. About right, yeah. Uh, 68. 56. Oh, giving it away. Giving it all back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that done to the scores, Jeff? It it's back. closed the gap a little bit. Paul, eight out onto 19. Charlie, 12 out onto 15. Four in wow. it at the halfway okay. stage. Okay, this exciting. is quite a dirty game. Uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, let's God, see what happens in the second half. This S Housery going on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time's oppressing. We should crack on with the next five birthdays in the birthday spread. It's 1915. It could have been a very different score had the the George Foreman moment not happened. Uh, what well, have people been saying about that, Charlie? Uh, I'll just, I'll just, just uh, Charlie perfectly in his rights to challenge that. A clear clue from Andy. Okay. Uh, so that's nice. Um, ch- uh, I won't read that one out. Um, no, I won't read that one. No, Are there ones uh, saying that you're a cheat? Are they, Charlie? <laughs> Anyway, no, I won't read that one. Yellow, no, I won't read that one. There's five uh, birthdays quite left. Quite a lot, quite a lot. Let's of crack angry on. People with me, Paul. Here's Sergio and Pelle. Charlie's such a bad loser. Here we are. Perfect. Well said. Um, right, next birthday, Andy. And today's birthday spread is sponsored by Emmy Martinez. No one appreciates S. Housery more. That's okay, yeah, it's beautiful. Kathy Sledge is the next. Kathy, one. Kathy oh, what, Sledge. Oh, from Sister Sledge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'll never forget her sharp response to Glenn McGrath when he asked her why she'd put on so much weight. Yeah. <laughs> it involved a regular intake of biscuits. It was a classic Sledge. Classic Sledge. What do you think, uh, Kathy Sledge from Kathy Sister Sledge. Sledge? From Sister Sledge. Yeah. What do you reckon, 90? Charlie? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Could be it just makes me want to win more. Go on then, Chip. Um, Time's oppressing, yeah, boys. Sure, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't want to rush you, but I'm 72. 72. <laughs> yeah, she's probably in that envelope. 70. 64. Oh, sorry, okay. Kathy. If you're we listening. are family. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the idea, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Paul, six out onto 25. Yeah. Charlie, eight out onto 23. Two in it, four to go. Wow, what a game. Back to four me. To go. The great uh, guitarist from Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page. Oh, Jimmy oh, Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's getting a, he's getting on a bit now. So mm. it was no surprise to see the good people at Stanner fitting one of their units to his house last week. It's a stairlift to heaven. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Lives next door. Robbie Williams have a bit mm. of to and fro, and over the fence, it's been a problem. Give anyway, us your Jimmy Page footballers. Whole lot of Peter and love. Oh, there we oh, are. There we are. Yeah, very sadly, nice. no time. Um, Jimmy Page, um, <laughs> seventy-one. Ooh. You're right. I thought he was a bit older than that. Well, he might be. It's your job. 75. 79. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's that down to scores, Jeff? Paul, eight out onto 33. Charlie, four out onto 27. Six in. Seven. Ooh, yeah, close. yeah, yeah. It's very close. Right. Good scoring. It's yes. uh, next one. The singer from uh, Steely Dan, Donald Fagan. Donald Fagan. Yeah. When I was struggling to make it in this business, I wrote to Donald for some tips on survival. Yeah. Surprisingly, he advised me to turn to crime. Fagan told me, you've got to pick a pocket or two. There <laughs> we are. I love that gag, can, can, you know, about a member of Steely Dan. Can you do it again? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. okay. The okay. toppers, they don't always work. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> they don't always work. Um, what do you think? Yeah. Donald Fagan. Great Donald Fagan. Da, da, da. I can't, I'm trying to do my math. Uh, yeah. yeah. 67. Um, I'd say he's 70. He is, in fact, 75. Wow. Right. Okay. It's nip and tuck. Charlie, eight out on that one, moves on to 35. Mm. And uh, Paul, five out, moves on to 38. Three in it, two to go. Wow, what a game back to me then. Here we go. It's added something. Added a bit of spice. It's been good for the format. Next yeah. one. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the film director and writer of Bend It Like Beckham, mm. Gorinda Chadder. Gorinda oh, yeah. Chadder. Mm. Yeah. And I invited her around for a meal <clears> last week and mm. I couldn't get over how much she ate. But I didn't mind. It was good to see Chadder Gorge. Oh, <laughs> 64. 64, John. Mm. 60. 63. Oh, wow. It's so tight. What's that down to the scores? It is Paul 39, yeah. Charlie 38. Ooh, which means Charlie has to go first because yeah. he's and in the And typically, Ham, Baroness Hamwe was the tiebreak, so I'm going to be in trouble here. George Foreman, <laughs> 70. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. No, I'll find something else. Last one. Okay, last one of the day. He's the uh, Prime Minister of Canada from 93 to 2003, Jean Chrétien. Jean Chrétien. Yeah. And his family loved to write to British tabloid newspapers. For example, almost all the letters in Star Texas are from Chrétien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. me, is it? Yeah. 88. Um, and you've got to find one, Paul. 85. He's 89. Oh! oh! What does that well, mean? Everyone very pleased. Charlie has won. Very Charlie's happy about it. Look at that. It wins. Charlie has won. <laughs> look, at, look at Paul's face. It's serious. <laughs> I think the no, not going to be happy. So nice. There's normally. a nasty taste in a Such, few people's mouths. <laughs> Such a nice man, normally. Look at his face. Just, just look at his face. Just a nasty taste. And <laughs> a marker has been laid Where down. Where was Hawksby? But frankly, who cares? This is a departure for Spinal Tap. <laughs> Think, things will change from now on. It's becoming a very different. <laughs> remember, <laughs> everyone very happy Just on the text board it, about it. Remember when it all changed. It started, okay. this year has started very spikily, hasn't it? <laughs> it has. We take so, the game seriously. We've so got to go. It's all finished, 43-39. Uh, it's Paul 38, Charlie 18. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
from TalkSport. Well, there we are. That's, um, I think we've laid down a marker today. It's a very different game from here on in. <laughs> but Charlie, you'll be back on... <laughs> You'll be back on Saturday. I will be, Paul. Yeah. Nine till eleven Saturday morning with Max Rushton. Nice. Okay. We, we have all autobiography wars. Yeah. Talk about the football, the game day warm up. Be a hype men for the weekend. Beautiful. I'll be uh, getting a pair of uh, blue velvet slippers and oh, heading back lovely. to my castle. Good. Good. But I should be here tomorrow with Andy for clips of the week and all that. Thanks for listening. Uh, do hope you can join us from one tomorrow. If not. The podcast, as always, will be available around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.